why she started fasting at age 43, how to make your body a fat-burning machine, how to lose the stubborn belly fat, how long we should be intermittent fasting, what oils we should be using, how women can be in touch with their menstrual cycle and their hormones and how to use that knowledge to know how long to fast, what to eat, and when to exercise, and so much more coming right up. This is episode number 469 with best-selling author, keynote speaker, nutrition and functional health expert, Dr. Mindy Pels. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Best You Podcast with me, your host, Nick Carrier. At Best You, we exist to help individuals who are hungry for growth get closer to the best version of themselves so that they can live meaningful and impactful lives. If you're serious about wanting to change the way that you look or change the way that you feel and be more motivated and more confident, then go to nickcarrier.com slash free call and you can request a one-on-one free strategy call with me. We're going to hop on a call. We'll talk about what your dreams are, your goals are, how you want to look, how you want to feel, what's currently holding you back, and then we'll start to develop a plan for how you can completely change your life in the right direction. If you're interested, then go to nickcarrier.com slash free call. Today, you guys are going to want to take out your pen and paper or the notes section of your phone because today is one of the most valuable health slash nutrition focused interviews that I have ever done with Dr. Mindy Pels. Dr. Pels is a best-selling author, keynote speaker, nutrition and functional health expert who has spent over two decades helping thousands of people successfully reclaim their health. She's a recognized leader in, in alternative health and a pioneer in the fasting movement and she's teaching the principles of fasting lifestyle, diet variation, detox, hormones, and more. Her popular YouTube channel, which just celebrated 26 million lifetime views, regularly updates followers on the latest science-backed tools and techniques to help them reset their health. She's host of one of the leading science podcasts, The Resetter Podcast, and the author of the three best-selling books, The Menopause Reset, The Reset Factor, The Reset Kitchen, and her most recent book, Fast Like a Girl. Without further ado, here's to getting closer and closer to your best you with the one and only Dr. Mindy Pels. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Best You Podcast. Today, I am super excited to be joined by the one and only Dr. Mindy Pels. Uh, Dr. Pels, I just want to start off by saying thanks so much for spending the time with me today. Oh, thank you, Nick. I'm just excited to be here. Of course. Well, I, I love your energy. I know you've been at it all day long, but you still seem like oh, yeah. you're crushing it. And, and I know that you're going to provide so much value to everybody today. And I'm so excited to dive into Fast Like a Girl for a number of different reasons. Uh, I'm a fitness trainer and I coach a bunch of moms and women. And this is something that is increasingly a topic of interest for them. And so I know so many people who are listening today are going to be really engaged and really excited to hear about all the nuances of, of fasting and, and how to do it right and, and, and hormones and everything like that. But the way I want to start off today is when was the first time that you started to implement fasting in your life? And, and why would why did you go about fasting for the first time? 
Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. I kind of stumbled into it um, because at 43, which was I'm 53 now um, at 43, my perimenopausal symptoms sort of crept in and I've been a competitive athlete most of my life. I played on a tennis scholarship in college. Um, I'm definitely the, if a little bit of exercise is good, a lot more is better, uh, has been my, my theory. And at about 43, everything that I'd done to keep myself in great shape had stopped working. So I, I, I was, you know, exercising more, eating, eating less, more rigidity, taking supplements, doing everything I could to stay fit. But I started to notice that like I was putting on weight around my belly. I was putting on weight around my arms. Like um, I wasn't sleeping. My moods were off. And so I was like looking for what tool have I not done? And about that time, uh, a beautiful scientist, his name's Dr. Osumi, who um, discovered autophagy. He's a Japanese scientist that won the Nobel Prize uh, in medicine and physiology for autophagy, uh, came on the scene. And from that, intermittent fasting was born. And my, my original thought on intermittent fasting was, yeah, I could probably do that for a day. That, I could probably do that for a day. And what I learned is it gave me my energy back. It helped me drop weight. It gave me my mental clarity, my sleep. And that, 10 years later, I've, uh, you know, I've built myself an incredible fasting lifestyle. So it was just really my own desire to get into it. Yeah. To stay on your story with it, when you first started it, when you were 43 years old, tell us a little bit about your results and how you felt right away? Was it hard for you to get into? Did you feel better right away with it? Tell us a little bit about how your body responded to it when you first went into it. Yeah, it's such a good question because um, I was the type of person that carried snacks everywhere I went. Mm -hmm. The first thing I got up, I had a cup of coffee and I either had a smoothie or I had a, a, t a piece of toast with some nut butter on it. Like I had my breakfast dialed in. Um, and within the first 30 minutes of getting up, I had always I, I was always eating. So when I first started to intermittent fast, what I did is I just thought, well, let me push my breakfast back an hour. And then that was kind of uncomfortable. So I got used to that. And then a couple of days later, I pushed it back a few more hours. So, and I kept doing that for a few weeks. And I, I would say it took about two weeks. And that's when I started to notice, oh my gosh, my energy is going through the roof. I'm, the biggest first thing was I didn't crash at three in the afternoon. And I still don't. Like, like I'm, it's right now, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. I just gain energy as the day goes on. And part of that is just being metabolically flexible. So I think it was the energy that was the biggest. But then, then the second thing that really showed up for me was I, I dropped weight and I, and I, all of a sudden I had to look at exercise different. Like I wasn't looking at exercise for weight loss. I was like, what, why would I exercise now? And it was really more around mental health and cardiovascular mm -hmm. health. So I think, I think it was. It took me about a couple of weeks. It was a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning, but then as soon as those results appeared, I was motivated. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. That's that's so cool that it showed up in a in a quick manner for you to to uh, and in such a big way. I think, like you said, the extra energy, especially later in the day, that's what everybody wants, right? Everybody wants to make sure that they're not crashing at two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, to before we kind of dive into some of the more of the details and everything like that. Give everybody who's listening who maybe doesn't know any of the benefits of fasting and they heard you say autophagy, autophagy and they're like, I don't even know what that means. Give everybody a brief overview of the high level benefits of fasting. 
So here's the easiest way to understand it is that we have two energy systems in our body. And, 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 you know, we refer to those as our meta- as metabolism. And I would say that a lot of us walk around and go, my metabolism's slow. But, yeah. but what does that mean? Let's break that down. You have two energy systems, two t- metabolisms, one that burns energy from the food you eat and one that burns energy from fat in the absence of food. So what, why fasting works so well is that it's the only way to tap into that fat burning uh, uh, metabolism. It is the only way you've got to let blood sugar come down enough after a meal to be able to switch over into the fat burning system. It, it's been called metabolic flexibility, metabolic switching. But if you're just manipulating food um, and eating, even if you're eating clean or you're on some kind of special diet, if you don't allow at least 12 hours without food, you you won't switch over into fat burning. So what we're seeing in my community uh, of hundreds of thousands of people is it's 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 a literally a permanent weight loss tool because mm-hmm. your body now is burning energy from fat. And you compare it to any diet, but you're going to have to go at least 12 hours. In the book, I, I map out six different length fasts and I talk about the healing that happens with them. But it's really in this fasted state, all this magic happens in your body. Yeah. I want to dive into metabolic flexibility and more around what that particular means and switching between the energy systems in a second. But I want to go to the 12 hour thing because that's something that I tell people because that's what I've learn from my education. But one of the things I thought about is give me some more specifics around why 12 hours. So like, let's say for example, for one dinner, I ate just say a massive dinner 12 hours later compared to if I had a small dinner 12 hours later, is it the same thing or is it like, yeah. Talk, talk to me about that. Yeah. So the quality of your food is going to end that dinner is going to determine how quickly you go over into fat burner. So it's funny because when we when I wrote the book, the editor and I spent a lot of time on what what are what's that hour that puts you into the fasted state. And here's what I found science wise is that after your typical meal, about eight hours after a meal, that's enough time for the blood sugar to come down for the body to start to make it switch over. But it takes another four hours before the body's mm. like, hey, okay, now I'm going to start to burn energy from fat. So it's think of it like a, like a switch, like you're literally switching into fat burning. Now, if you eat a high carb meal with a lot of toxic oil, um, that your blood sugar is going to spike so high that it may take you 15 hours. It may take you 16 hours to switch over. So eating good meals that, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of nature's carbs that have a lot of fiber that will bring down that blood sugar quickly. Um, I'm also a huge fan of meat and vegetables, um, uh, especially at dinner, is going to allow you to switch over quickly, quicker. Mm. So if you eat a really smart meal at dinner, you're going to get into fat burning much quicker the next day. But you know, in general, like in writing a book or in just a general statement, we say 12 hours, but you could speed that up with it really dialing in the dinner before. Okay. Let's continue on this, this idea of switching energy systems. And I want you to start by talking about metabolic flexibility and kind of what that looks like from person to person, from the standpoint of 
not everybody is, has the same level of metabolic flexibility, right? Like some people are going to be able to transition to the other energy system quicker than others who might not be as healthy. And so talk to us about what metabolic flexibility is in the first place. And then like, how long does it take for somebody to be more metabolically flexible if they have not practiced a good diet for a long time leading up to when they start? Yeah, it's such a good point because I see a lot of people will say, I did, I did 12 hours right. and I, and I'm suffering. I don't have ketones. Cause once you switch over and you start burning fat and making ketones, hunger goes away and energy goes up. So what makes it difficult to metabolically switch? So the first is what we talked about before a toxic meal. Um, I'm a big fan of the first macro you should change is your oils. I feel like mm. everybody should get good oils, not bad oils. You know, put those good oils in your diet and it'll make that switch much easier. Um, the second piece of this is just toxicity in general. You know, we have so many obesogens in our culture right now, everything from plastic water bottles to endocrine disruptors that you're putting on your skin um, to toxic food. Um, that has these chemicals in it. And when your toxic load is high, that switch becomes much more difficult to do. So I would say those are the two biggest ones. And then I would, the third one would be, and I'm sure you see this a lot in your line of work is like, I don't, I could give you all the best tools. You could work, you could give the greatest workout, but if your stress is off the chart, mm. cortisol is going to make that switch really difficult. So mm. having some tools for managing cortisol will really help you. Gotcha. The first, the first change you said was switching to good oils. Give everybody some insight as to which oils they should be using and when they should be using them. Yeah. So good oils um, are like avocado oil, olive oil, um, sesame oil, MCT oil, grass-fed butter. Um, the bad oils are canola, cottonseed, vegetable. Um, so you should be switching all the time. Like, you know, there's there's never a time to, to use the bad oils. And in fact, there's a lot of literature saying that those bad oils stay in our system like 200 days. Like mm. they're in there a long time. So I don't really see an, ever an appropriate time to do bad oils. Um, with the good oils, you know, a lot. the premise of the book is how to use these principles and cycle them to a woman's hormones. Yeah. We, we, we do know that flaxseed is a really good oil and estrogen loves flaxseed. So um, I really encourage in the first part of a cycle for women to lean into more flaxseed oils. Sometimes we have them just put it on a scoop of a spoon and and drink it from a spoon. And then the back half with uh, progesterone, uh, pr uh, pumpkin seed oil is really good mm. for helping build progesterone. So, and and um, with the book, when the book comes out, we're, we have an app that will go with the book so that those kind of little details will be in yeah. there. That's awesome. That'd be super helpful. Now, I think that most people, most people listening are going to be female and, and get a lot of insight. So I want to just know what's the, di why is it so different fasting between men and women? Is it basically because of hormones? Is that the biggest difference? Talk to us a little bit about the biggest difference in, in fasting between men and women. Yeah. And this is huge. So both men and women need to, to hear this there. So sex hormones, the sex hormone that drives men is testosterone. Now we all know that. Um, but what's really interesting is that testosterone in a man goes up into the brain and converts into estrogen. So you still, estrogen drives you. It's just not 
produced by the testes. Testosterone is produced by the testes. And you guys get testosterone surges every 15 minutes with the highest level of testosterone being in the morning, mm. uh, which is, makes, makes morning time a great time to work out for men. And you're on a 24-hour cycle of these testosterone pulses. Women, we have three sex hormones that drive us. They're all produced by the ovaries and the adrenal glands, and that is progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. They are not on a daily cycle. They're on a monthly cycle. And so when we look at these three hormones, estrogen loves when you go keto. Estrogen loves when you fast. Estrogen loves a hard workout. It's very stress tolerant. Testosterone is very much the same. Like, you know, when those hormones are coming in at the first part of a woman's cycle, you can really push almost anything. Um, in the book, I call these the power phases uh, because you can power up on any biohack tool that you have. Here's the challenge is anytime progesterone comes on the scene, which is at ovulation and the week before your period, what's the problem with progesterone is twofold. One, progesterone needs glucose to be higher. So from day 10 to day 15 during ovulation, you've got some, you've got some progesterone. So you want to keep your fast a little bit lower and you don't want to be in keto. You have a lot of testosterone, so it's a great time to be lifting heavy weights and using that testosterone to build muscle. And then the week before your period, around day 20 of your cycle, now progesterone comes in in a, the biggest way possible, and you're actually more insulin resistant. So you need glucose higher. So you got to be eating more nature's carbs. In the book, I call it hormone feasting foods, and I, I map out exactly what that looks like. And then the other thing is progesterone doesn't like when cortisol's around. So if you're doing a lot of hard workouts, you're in a, a stressful time at work, you're going into maybe what I've saw a lot was uh, people going into extreme fasts um, and cortisol goes super high, then you're going to start to spot more. You're going to, you know, if you're perimenopausal, you're going to lose your hair, you have trouble sleeping. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of damage that can happen if you don't mind that time. Mm. Man, yeah, it sounds like the intricacies of the time periods and everything. It's so important to know, obviously he's probably wrote the book, but it's so important to know to be able to leverage those things and, and optimize them appropriately. So what are the, it sounds like progesterone is one of the hormones that you talk about the most. So give us, I know you just went over it briefly, but give us a recap over the most important for women, the most important kind of time periods to know when progesterone is at a high, you say when progesterone is high, that's when you, it needs glucose and that's maybe when sugar cravings and stuff come on, come on the scene. And so what are the best ways to handle those, those times? Yeah. You know, so here's, what's interesting. Let's start with the week before our, our periods. And I, and you know, as a trainer, this is an interesting discussion because I also think our workouts should shift dramatically during that time. So usually it's about day 19, all of a sudden progesterone starts building. And one of the things that women will notice is they get hungrier and they crave carbs. But I can tell you that, you know, as a woman who's been cycling for 40 years, um, that we bitch about that. We're like, oh, I just, I crave carbs. I just want chocolate. I don't feel like working out. I just want to sit on the couch. Yeah, because that's what progesterone is demanding. But nobody taught us that. So we bitch mm -hmm. about it. 
And then we yeah. push through it and then we do more hormonal distraction for ourselves. So that week, what I really recommend is eat more carbs, but I'm not telling you to eat a box of pizza and a tub of ice cream. I'm saying the book, I call it Hormone Feasting Foods, and it's a lot of sweet potatoes, potatoes, root vegetables, a lot of squashes, carrots, beets, uh, a lot of tropical fruits, citrus fruits. You can bring fruit in in a big way that week. And then I really recommend you keep your fasting very low um, because fasting like exercises will raise cortisol. So keep, you know, for the the new beginner, don't fast that week. For somebody who's been fasting for a while, just keep it under 13 hours. Um, And then really look at your workouts. It's a great time for recovery. It's a great time for yoga, uh, Pilates. Like it's not, you shouldn't be amping up your workout during workouts during that time. You can do that in other parts of the cycle but not that week. And then during ovulation, you've got, and you do that till the day you that, that you bleed, that's day one. Now you start over again. So during ovulation, um, what we've got is day 10 through day 15. I called this the manifestation phase in the book because we could manifest anything. We have our, like all, we should, we should have a cape that we wear during that time because all of our hormones are there. And estrogen is going to make you very verbally, um, uh, uh, you want to talk a lot, a lot of verbal uh, processing. You're mentally very clear. Uh, you can Estrogen can help you multitask. Cognitively, if you're trying to learn something new, estro- you know, estrogen, when estrogen's on the scene, she'll really help you grab onto new information. Testosterone, like this has been one of my pleas to my trainer and to, you know, people who are, are guiding women through exercise programs is go heavy with the weights then. Um, you don't want to do a lot of quick weights because estrogen is going to make it, uh, the tendons are going to be a little loose. But with all that testosterone, if you want to build muscle in that, that five-day window, it's a great time to do it. But you also have some progesterone, so you need to keep your fast a little low. I recommend 15 hours, and you need to bring your carbs back up during that five-day window. And and in the book, I map out something called the fasting cycle, where I show exactly, you know, how you do that. How that, like, maps over your own cycle? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And in the fasting cycle, what you can do in the book is you can just look, oh, okay, I'm day 10. Okay, so this would be what would be appropriate for food and for fast. In the app, we actually have like what exercises would be appropriate, what biohacks, what supplements. Um, and we'll be building that out even more over the next year to try to help women customize this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like there's some great tools in the book and then the app is going to be super useful for so many people as well. I want to kind of dive into now, you know, you talked about how the 12-hour mark is when we start to change energy systems. Probably the most popular time frame for intermittent fasting that gets talked about is 16 and 8. Talk to us a little bit about what you follow from a, on a regular basis from week to week, but then also I want to kind of get into the longer fasts and when to do those, why to do those, and, and what how long is that what would that be? So first let's talk about kind of weekly basis for you and then kind of dive into your practice when it comes to longer fasting. Hey y'all, I just wanted to take a second to tell you about something I'm super excited about and that is a healthy ice cream. You know, it's if you're anything like me then you probably have a little bit of a sweet tooth. And if you're anything like me, after dinner, you just want a little bit of something before going to bed. 
And for me, I've always struggled with what that should look like. And I've gone in and out of having healthier options and unhealthy options and sometimes apples and lar bars. But one of the things that I just recently discovered that I'm super excited about is Guardian Angel Desserts. And their ice cream is off the charts, y'all. I'm so excited about this. I was pretty skeptical of it in the beginning, but I'm super excited. Let me tell you about it. The reason you need to know about this dessert isn't because it's only ridiculously delicious, but it's actually healthy for you, your immune system. Guardian Angel Dessert Company took inspiration from regular good old ice cream and made a masterpiece that is blowing people's minds really for two reasons. One, the taste and the health benefits. They've literally removed all the normal toxic ingredients in ice cream and replaced them with healthy superfoods. I know it almost doesn't sound real, but I promise you their product is revolutionary for the dessert industry. It's keto, it's low carb, gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, refined, sugar-free, which I had to I had to sign off on before doing this partnership. And it's loaded with powerhouse ingredients like bone broth protein, probiotics, multi-collagen, MCT oil, and even vitamin C. Get this, they literally even used the splendid superfood spirulina to get the green coloring. Diabetics have been able to eat an entire pint of this product without seeing an increase in their glycemic index. This product is so new and in such high demand that they just opened online sales for a limited time only. So while supplies last, you can buy as many pints as you want online and have them shipped to your home or go to www.gadesserts.com and find the closest location to you. They all have a specific number of pints that they're offering for online online sales, so I really suggest that you get your hands on as many as you can, especially for such a novel product that improves your health and wellness. And if you want to get 10% off, then Georgia Desserts, Guardian Angel Desserts, their ice cream, they're offering 10% off to all of you guys for Best You Community. So make sure you go to their website and type in Best You for the coupon code to get 10% off your order. Again, use the coupon code BESTYOU at www.gadesserts.com to get 10% off of your order today. I'm super excited personally to have discovered this and I'm super excited for you as well. For now, let's get back to the show. Yeah. Thank you for asking about the longer fast because that's that's another passion of mine. Yeah. Um, so me, me personally, so at 53, I'm in that menopausal transition year. I haven't had a cycle in 30 days or in 90 days. Um, so I know that I'm moving more into the to the menopausal time. So I really know how to get, how to read my hormones. And so for the most part, I would say on average, I'm a 17 hour a day faster. It's just the easiest for me. So I stop eating around six o'clock at night. I you know probably won't eat until noon or two the next day. I get most of my work done in the morning. I feel the best in a fasted state. Um, so I, I, I like to go a little longer with my fast sometimes in the morning. If I get a little bit hungry, I'll, I'll do like a fat bomb, like a keto cup just to kind of keep me going. Um, so there, then in the book, I talk about fasted snacks and, and what are, what's approved in that fasting window. Um, but I would say that, and then I have to remind myself, um, to, to step out of fasting at least one day a week. Um, sometimes it's two, uh, just so I can mind progesterone and I'll eat more carbs. I won't fast as long. Um, I also have learned to read my symptoms. So if I feel like all of a sudden it's nine o'clock in the morning and I'm really hungry, I'll be, uh, you know, it's a clue to me that maybe I need to raise glucose to make progesterone. So I've learned to read those symptoms. And in the book, I, I, I go through that, um, 
but yeah, that's kind of my rhythm is it's a lot of intuitive, like understanding of my hormones and where they're at. I do a Dutch test on myself every year. So I know what, where my hormones are good and where they need work. Um, so that's kind of, but you know, in the book, I, I go through, I, my, my goal for women is find your rhythm with it. You know, that's me. That's what I like to do. Right. But I, I, I have like a lot of patients that I coached over the years. They love a 24 hour fast where they go lunch to lunch. So they stop eating at like two and then they'll eat it to, at like one or two the next day. So, um, so it's really about fitting it into your lifestyle, which is beautiful. Like that's what we should be able to do is have some flexibility with, with how we take our eating and fasting window and we, we can flex it into whatever's going on in our lives. And that's how we're going to stick to it. Um, I heard recently that the best diet to follow is the one you can stick to. Yeah. And I think that's great. It's really good. So that's my, my premise on fasting. Um, the longer fasts in the book, I talk about six different length fasts and they range everywhere from 12 hours to 72 hours. And um, I gave them fun names. I tried to give as many fun names in the book as I could. And, you know, the thing to know is that the longer you stay in this fat burning place, um, the more healing happens. So just real briefly, we know somewhere around the 15, 16 hour mark, you're going to get more testosterone, both men and women. You're going to get more growth hormone, from both men and women to that will, um, sl- you know, slow the aging process down and burn fat. And you're probably going to get some ketones. It depends on how metabolically flexible you are. At 17 hours of fasting, you're going to stimulate autophagy and the cells are going to clean themselves up. And what's really cool when you stimulate stimulate autophagy is that if there are any senescent cells, those aging cells that are slowing, you know, accelerating the aging process and slowing you down, the body's so smart that it starts to get rid of those cells and and yeah. and just it, it get, detox them out of you. Uh, Twenty four hours will repair your gut. So if you've women have been on birth control for years, uh, anybody that's been on antibiotics for a long period of time, that's a great one. Uh, 36 hours. This is a really interesting study where they showed that um, people, it was both men and women, if you do 36 hours of fasting on and then you eat for 12 hours and then 36 hours of fasting and then eat for 12 hours or you have your eating window is 12 hours. Yeah. And you don't have to eat nonstop for 12 hours. Uh, if you do that for 30 days, that all your metabolic markers improve and that the place that you will lose weight the most is around your belly, which how many, how many people want to do that? Right. right. So, and then, uh, 48 hours, you reboot your whole dopamine system. You get new dopamine receptor sites that come in. So, you know, I've sat with a lot of women that are just tell me like everything in my life is great, but I'm, I'm not happy. And a lot of that is just there's a low dopamine system, especially as we move into the perimenopausal years. So you can reboot that system with just one, just one 48-hour fast. And then 72 hours was what Walter Longo brought to us. And it's the three-day water fast. And you can reboot your whole immune system. So, you know, in a time when we're dealing with mysterious viruses and um, especially right now, we've got some, you know, talk about RSV and you know, the world is is worried about being sick in a different way now. You know, you throw a three-day water fast in there and you prime that immune system up. So mm-hmm. there, there's some really cool healing that will continue the longer you fast. 
Yeah, no doubt. That's that's cool, and it's it's so powerful too. It's so cool how sometimes just those one time long fast can do can do such amazing work. Um, but before I get to the last question, I have one more I want to ask because I know a lot of people are gonna listen to this and be like, okay, you know what? I do need to start fasting. I do need to start trying this thing out. But there are gonna be people who move forward, but fearful of like, I don't want to screw it up and, and mess up my hormone hormone levels or do it wrong in a way that damages my body. So we're, what are some maybe two or three common mistakes that a lot of people make when beginning the fasting process that people should be aware of that they don't make? Ah, oh, it's such a good question. So let's start with once you, if you decide to go into a fasting lifestyle, um, in the book, I have what I call a pre-reset, like a two-week period where you can prime your body to get it ready for fasting. So mm-hmm. you, you can check that out. Um, but the first step is to get to know this fat-burning system. Get to know what it feels like to be in ketosis. If you have like a if you have like a keto mojo or a, or a blood sugar reader, get to know those. And I and I talk all about it in the book. So the 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 thing that I see with people is they want to do the longer fast. They want the whole like heal my body with fasting. And and my I'd like I like people stepping into it in a slow and methodical way. So just get to know what does it feel like when you're making ketones when you're burning fat. Um, for me, it's like at, at 10 in the morning, I can feel that switch go go over and my brain all of a sudden goes, oh, hunger's gone, brain's clear. Ah, I'm in the fat burning system. So I usually say for the first month, just get to know that switch. But here's the biggest mistake people make. Once you get comfortable and you're like, wait a second, intermittent fasting is amazing. Now you got to vary it. And for men, you can do a weekly variation. For women, I really recommend the monthly variation that I teach in Fast Like a Girl. But, but you know, Jason Funk, did you ever read The Obesity Code? Uh, I have not read that yet, no. Great book. And it kind of started the whole weight loss and fasting movement. And w- what Jason did is he, he proved how much weight you could lose with fasting. And um, so a, a whole bur- a world of what we call O-matters was born one meal a day. And mm. these people just, they just ate dinner and that's all they ate. And they lost a ton of weight and then they got stuck. And all those people actually started my YouTube channel. They came over, they found my YouTube channel and they really like, they were like, how am I to, was supposed to vary this? I was teaching variation over there. So the second month, you got to start varying it. That's a big, big piece is, is learning mm. to vary it. Um, and then the third thing I think I see people do and um, is really like ignore the quality of their food. Mm. So when yeah. you eat, eat good quality food, like I was at a conference this summer speaking, it was KetoCon, and there were so many interesting keto foods. And all I could see was these are just fake foods. I don't yeah. care if they, I don't care if it says keto on it. I, I literally, my diet is real food that came from the earth and I pair that with fasting. Yeah. And I think don't get caught up in the gimmicky stuff. Um, really stick to nature's foods and what's coming from the earth. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. Good stuff. Appreciate you sharing those. Well, before I ask the last question here, uh, Dr. Pels, I just want to acknowledge you for all the work that you've done 10 years ago when you first introduced fasting into your life. It's obvious that you've done both so much kind of like research on yourself, but also the educational research of all the studies and and reading and everything. And that's led you to be able to have 
the ability to impact so many people. And I know that so many people are going to absolutely love this book, Fast Like a Girl, and all the practical application in the book. And then the app sounds like it's going to be great as well. So you guys make sure you go grab a copy of Fast Like a Girl. I know so many of you guys listening have either tried fasting, thought about fasting, go do read this book and get it so you can know how to do it appropriately. Um, yeah, so appreciate you. And anywhere, uh, everybody, make sure you guys go follow uh, Mindy on Instagram at dr.mindypels. Uh, any other great place where people can go find you and learn more about you? Yeah, you can go to my YouTube channel. There's over a thousand yeah. videos there. You go way back into like, you know, I've been I've been teaching this, you know, for years. So there's a lot there. Um, and part of why I wrote the book is there is a lot there. And people were like, could you just put it in one area? So um, but Instagram, Facebook are great. We have a, a free fasting group on Facebook called the Resetter Collaborative. And it's an incredible community that all practices the way that I teach fasting. Very supportive. Um, and if you forget everything, just go to my website and it'll steer you in, in a positive way. Yeah, perfect. And we'll have all that stuff linked up in the show notes as well. I know I'm excited to get a to get a copy of Fast Like a Girl because there's a lot of things that I know I need to learn from a trainer's perspective to be able to leverage those tools when training a lot of my clients. So I'm, I'm really excited to be able to do that myself. And I really, you know, I, the trainers are, I'm really trying to get um, this to the trainers because we, why have we been training women on a, on a weekly basis? We should be looking at a woman's training schedule on a monthly mm -hmm. basis. And, yeah. and we would stop injuries, especially women over 40 whose hormones are going down. So, and, and I've had a lot of men, um, tell me as I've been doing podcasts like this, that as they've learned hormones, they understand the women in their lives better. So, um, I called it fast like a girl. Cause I, I just, the name popped into my head. I thought it was a good name, but men don't be shy. Don't shy away from it. The, the whole first section is the science behind fasting. Mm -hmm. So, and, and if you have women in your lives, you'll really get to know what they're going through, which is a win-win for everybody. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, the last question here, Mindy, is that I think that in order to get closer to the best version of yourself, it's both a constant journey and a unique journey. I don't think we ever actually get to that best version. Um, and I think the way that you're going to get there is going to be a little bit different than the way that I get closer to the best version of myself. For, so for the last question, it's for you personally. If there are three things that you could currently do or three things that you could currently work on to get closer to the best version of Mindy Pels that you could possibly be, then what are those three things that you could currently do or currently work on? Yeah, well, you're asking me on the right year. This, this year, um, I actually closed my practice because uh, I got more books to write and, and a big world. To Congratulations. Enter. Yeah, thank you. And my kids are 22 and 20 and left left the house. So I took this whole year to work on myself. Mm. And, um, you know, I've been doing everything from prioritizing sleep. So I get myself into bed earlier than and get up earlier. Um, I've upped my fitness. So I hired a trainer this year. And um, as a 53-year-old woman, I'm really focused on building muscle because it is the organ of long longevity. Um, I recently, this is brand new. You're asking me this question today. Um, in the last couple of weeks, I've completely gotten off of coffee. I'm, I'm doing a mushroom coffee and I've gotten off of alcohol. Um, and I just want to see what I can do to make this 53 year old body the best it can possibly be. So I just put my health and at the forefront of everything and man, does it feel good? It's like everything improves in your life when you do that. 
no doubt, no doubt. When you're the healthiest, most energetic version of yourself, then everything else uh, falls into place and improves because of it. Um, but that was awesome today. I know everybody's going to absolutely love it. You guys, make sure you go grab a copy, Fast Like a Girl, and make sure you... Sh- I know you're listening to this and you know somebody else in your life, friend or family, who is also trying to improve their health and you maybe maybe even have talked to them about fasting. Make sure you share the episode with them as well and make sure they go get a copy um, as well. But... Dr. Pels, appreciate your time. That was awesome. Oh, thank you, Nick. I appreciate you. And, you know, keep up the great work you're doing. And let me know what you find with women. Like, as you learn the principles, I want to hear back because we're, you know, I think we're collaborating all together and understanding this. This is new territory. Women haven't been trained to, to match to their hormones. So I'd be excited to hear what you learn. Yeah, no doubt. I appreciate it. Talk about jam-packed. I mean, that episode was absolutely slammed with value. I wasn't able to take notes quick enough myself. I know I'm going to have to go back and take more notes later just to make sure I got everything down and I know how to both apply it myself and how to coach it to other people. So I hope you guys got some good stuff down as well. Remember, if you're serious about wanting more motivation and self-confidence, if you're serious about wanting to stay on track with your health and fitness goals amidst the chaos of your life, like the chaos of your jobs, your kids, your significant other, then go to nickcarrier.com slash free call and we can discuss how to make that happen today. And remember, your body can be a healing machine if you allow it time. If you allow it to switch energy systems, if you allow it to switch into ketosis and turn on autophagy. And remember, just because you start fasting doesn't mean that it's okay to eat like crap. Eat real whole foods and she said, nature's carbs i loved that and ensuring you're eating the right oils and cooking fats is absolutely essential as well and lastly to you women out there this is key leveraging this knowledge of how best to handle your cycle with regard to fasting eating and exercising can be an absolute game changer i'm so excited to start diving into it and applying it with some of my clients as well you guys i am so excited to read fast like a girl and i hope you guys are as well. So make sure you go grab a copy. But for now, it's time. It's time to prioritize our health, optimize our biology so that me and you can continue to get closer and closer to your best you.